Hey, it's Dan here. If you want to hear this episode of the Backchat Podcast without ads and get extra content that no one else gets, head to backchatstudios.com.au where you can sign up as a patron and access all of our bloody good merch. One size fits all seemed like a good idea for clothes. Nice dress. Uh, it's a it's a t-shirt. Until you tried it on. Same goes for your healthcare. That's why United Healthcare offers a variety of flexible, budget-friendly coverage for medical, vision, dental, and more. So whether you're between jobs, coming off a parent's plan, or even missed open enrollment, you can find the plan that fits you best. Find out more about United Healthcare coverage at uh1.com. That's uh1.com. Burroughs Furniture is built for the way you live. From ensuring easy assembly and disassembly to honoring highly requested new colors for the award-winning seating, they always have their customers in mind. Their modular seating is made out of durable materials to last and grow with you. And with Burrow, you always get fast, free shipping. Get up to 60% off during Burrow's Memorial Day sale at burrow.com slash ACAST. That's burrow.com slash ACAST. Burrow.com slash ACAST. Back again for another episode of Backchat 93. I'm going to keep counting out the numbers until we get to 100. Right, so you're Pretty good effort. Seven, seven more to go until I keep doing that at the start. Um, let's get a few things out of the way quickly. Socials, Backchat, double underscore. Email hello at backchatpodcast.com.au. You send us an email. We might read if it's good on air. Uh, Patreon. Thank you to everyone who's been uh, signing up for that. We've got obviously got the tipping competition over there. VIPs. We've got so much good stuff. Yeah, our VIPs. We, we owe a lot to them. Um, and yeah. Let's get in, let's get into it. We've got a special one today. Yeah, we bloody do. Um, we announced last week our naming rights partners, Fleet Network, and we promised a couple of big names. Well, we couldn't go and get Chris Judd and those delights, so we got these two boys in here instead. Uh, Frank Agostino, welcome, Frank. Thank you, Will. Uh, this, this is Frank to my right. Yeah, Frank. We could be sort of related. If you looked at both of them, yeah, yeah. both ball, both beard, <laughs> that sort of thing. Uh, and Garrick Ibbotson, uh, former Fremantle Docker, joins us as well. Hello, Garrick. Hello, Garrick. Hi, so these two boys, they they just pull, push all the buttons over at Fleet Network. We wanted to get them in here because I think it's better talking to you two lads about what Fleet Network does. But also, mm-hmm. right? Okay, that's that's great. Okay, mm. you, you get a business, you get a sponsorship, fantastic. We we really we do really appreciate it, boys. So thank you off the top. Yeah. But I think it's better to get to know you a bit, and I think there's a bit of footy sort of. Uh, of connection that we can draw here. Dan. Put it this way: we probably wouldn't usually do it if it was just some random, you know, company and you know, Jono from I don't know, safetyglasses.com comes in and like has no. You know, we wanted to have you guys in because we like you. As hey, well. but if there is a safety glasses uh, company that wants to get on board, we do have some sponsorship available uh, for the rest of the season. But boys, um, let's let's start with footy, and then we'll get to Fleet Network, and we'll speak a bit mm. more about what Novata Leasing can do for you. All of that. Um, I don't know which one to start with. Let's start with Frank. Yeah. So Frank. You and I know each other from a long time ago. You used Wait, to play. Yes. Sorry, before you, before any introduction, we need to ask oh, you a want question. To, you want to do it? Yep, straight off the all top. Right, all right. What we do with every guest that comes on it's the back chat guest it's episode is we ask point. them for their greatest sporting achievement. Yes. Now, I wasn't expecting this, but no, well, there you go. Yeah. So, Garrick, we have we've pinned Garrick to come on as a guest, a special guest for another episode. So we're going to hold mm. off on yours. So you've got yeah. a few weeks to think about Still that. Still got some time to rustle something up. Exactly, Frank. Uh, greatest sporting achievement not on the footy field because, like Sco was about to say, yes. go on, you can give him a little. I mean, 
so Hamish Brayshaw is not here today. Mm-hmm. If you haven't heard, we couldn't quite fit that personality here with the four of these guys. It, they, these they, these guys know how podcasts work. They listened in the music before and they said, "Skip, skip, skip." This is the fifteen second part. Yep. It's actually where I think your sponsorship money goes. <laughs> for this. Yeah, I was going to say, <laughs> so don't skip too much. Uh, Frank Agostino though can mm-hmm. step in with. A best and fairest East Perth player. No Hamish. Frank, you won the best and fairest in 2007. I did, I did. And and if you ask most people, they say I won that best and fairest from just kicking myself in the back line. Back in the day when that was a stat. So (laughs) So I'd be ruined. Bowden brothers. Spot on. Spot on. I just didn't turn around and handball it back through to kick it again. (laughs) Yeah, correct. So now, Frank... You can't go footy because you were a footballer. You've got to give us your greatest sporting yeah. achievement, not on the football field. I th- this is, yeah, this is one that sprung straight to my mind as soon as you asked, Dan. It was one where year five or six, uh, yes. mixed netball. Yes. Mm. My mum clings to this, best on ground in a netball grand final, mixed netball grand final. Um, Huge. And every now and again, I reckon as, as, as little as 12 months ago, mum brought it up. She's bloody proud. Never talked about the East Perth best and fairest, but she's happy about that one. You're a mid you, netballer. Oh, uh, yeah. Oh, don't you get, get it. Started. You get it. Martha, the umpire, just hated me the entire time. <laughs> <laughs> it, was just, it was awful. Coming from like a footy background and when you're not allowed to touch anyone yeah. or like throw the ball too hard or I don't know, I, I couldn't do mixed netball. But did you win that grand final? Nah, don't care though. So you played in the final. <laughs> <laughs> played and won best on ground. That was it. <laughs> it's very good. Same with me. I won. I won a best on ground in a cricket grand final. We didn't win. Have you boys heard about this cricket game? Oh, yeah, yeah. I'd love to hear about <laughs> it again. No, no, no. <laughs> no. We're not, not going to do that. We've got too much to get through. So, so okay. So that's the best. We're not getting it from. No, we're not getting it from Garrett. We can have that for next time when when he comes on. So together. I'll stick with Frank then. Yeah. Um, we I think it was around 2007. So my first year at the football club, young, um, skinny, um, poor, rangy wingman defender. Mm. Bench player, Gary. <laughs> Gang all been there. Well, I, was say, I saw you back there a little bit as well. I was running around a wing and I swear to God it was you and you keep denying it was, but I remember it. It was you. Running down the wing, fat side of the ground. Was getting in my way a lot, Frank. About the same size as me, Frank. Pushing and bumping and carrying on. Elbows out. I just blatantly struck you from behind. Sounds like you. <laughs> Sounds like you. I, I struck you on the yeah. football field. Yep. And it was in the waffle, so there's no repercussions. I was tar- I was a pretty heavy target because I was quite a lean kid, right? So I copped it. I remember my second game against Claremont. Um, I put my hands on my head. And Chris Lewis, uh, old Eagles player, was playing. He was just at the back end of his career. So they slow down a little bit. They get a little bit angrier because they can't do the things they used to be able to do. <laughs> and I copped one right in the, right in the sternum <laughs> from Chris Lewis. And, um, yeah, I dropped and never put my hands on my head again. But what, yeah, look. Well, while we're on footy, and I was I was weighing up whether to do this. I think Garrick would have very much appreciated it if I mm-hmm. do. But I was going to introduce you as Garrick Ibbotson and Mark Nikoski from the Fleet <laughs> Network. <laughs> why would I have done that? Why would I have done that? Oh, I've got no idea why. <laughs> why would this I have introduced you as Mark Nikoski? This is a running joke. What's happened there? Well, I, I think. <laughs> So many different stories have been banded around, but what I what I can say is that on the morning of that draft, um, so this is your draft year, yeah, potential so, draft year, yeah, and, and and I can't remember the draft it was, maybe two thousand and three or four, maybe mm-hmm. the same draft as Nikoski uh, as Mark, and I've never spoken to them about this, right? So yeah. so <laughs> hopefully, hopefully he might, is he a listener? Is, is he a listener? Yeah, the I probably story is. Too. I'm pretty much everyone in the country is. So yeah, yeah, true. Mark. Yeah, I forgot about that. Um, yeah, oh, so I get a phone call on the morning of 
um, the draft saying, look, we're going we're gonna to pick you up with our last rookie pick, right? right? Uh, from West Coast? From West Coast, from a fellow by the name of Ian Miller. Serge is a fantastic East Perth um, man as well. Uh, as the draft was done back in those days, I don't think, I don't think we had internet and those sorts of things. Yeah. <laughs> but, um, yeah, got the phone call from Serge again saying, mate, congratulations, we've used you, uh, we've picked you in that third. And then 15 minutes later I get the other phone call after I've just told all my family and friends that I've been picked up. I get a phone call from uh, the coach at the time saying, unfortunately, mate, you've uh, – We've we've uh, we've cooked it. We've we've gone with uh, Nikoski instead. We sorry. We we jumped the. So I got letters and all sorts of things from West Coast. Um, so, so did they look? The story I heard, and I can't remember where I heard this actually, <laughs> Gary. Yeah, right. <laughs> I don't think there's anything to that. The the West Coast Eagles read out your name. They drafted you. Yeah, I'm not sure. I'm not sure if they read out my name or not because I don't think there was a telecast or broadcast right. or anything like that but I definitely got a phone call from Ian Miller and I and I think it was just maybe just a cock up in the morning I'm, I'm not but the, but the so so Serge ringing you they wanted mm. to draft you they did yeah draft yeah, you. yeah Serge yeah. did so Serge did yeah. <laughs> someone else did <laughs> it so I mean like the reason I was like hesitant on doing it and I, yes. like, I can imagine that being Pretty brutal for us. It was, it was horrible, and the hardest the hardest part was is, is telling your family and then calling them all back to say, "Oh, by the uh, way, I'm not." That's <laughs> but, and then and then a lot of them didn't believe me. Then I got the letter from uh, West Coast, um, and yeah, it was brutal at the time, but it all worked out right. Yeah, uh, I think Mark played in a premiership. Did he? No, he missed. Well, he missed. He, missed he played in the grand final. Yeah, he played, played in the grand 5. final. Yeah. And then missed out on 06, he broke his leg that year. Yeah, and I was done by, you know, around that time as well. Mark had a fantastic career and I went on to uh, down a different path with business. So Could, it all worked out. So transitioning into business, and I will get to you soon. Because, That's all right, mate. Um, what's, what's your pathway been and what are you doing with Fleet Network now? Yeah, so from, from that time, um, yeah, pretty interesting story. That, that sort of door obviously closed because in round one of that waffle following that uh, waffle season, I did an ACL. Right. So you know, obviously, twelve months off footy, and all of a sudden, you're out of the out of the um, draft thought. So I uh, was lazing around home, playing a bit of PlayStation, and I got a phone call from the president at the time of uh, of East Perth saying, "Mate, what are you doing now?" And I'm like, "Just playing PlayStation." <laughs> <laughs> he said, "Mate, we need to get your job. You need to think about you know a trade or something like that. You can't just sit at home." And at the time, I was just happy, sort of working casually and those sorts of things. I ended up. Um, calling Bronte back the next day and saying, yeah, look, I wouldn't mind a panel beating apprenticeship. I did panel beating for four years um, and then that was at the time I was playing at East Perth and I you know, had some knee issues, couldn't panel beat and play footy. Uh, I asked Bronte what he wanted me to do, retire or, uh, or keep panel beating. He said, no, you can stop panel beating. We'll put you into fleet sales at Holden. Right. So I started working at Holden, uh, was supplying cars to fleet network and then within 12 months, I was at Fleet Network as a, in a consultant role. So it all just stemmed from that little closing door moment. And what's your official title now? Uh, it's a bit complicated at the moment. Garrick's, uh, Garrick's running Fleet Network now. Um, oh, I'm, a, I'm a director at Fleet Network. so I'd, Save the best of Yeah, I, I don't have a job. Okay. So I'm on a, <laughs> oh, we're always open, open the door here at Backchat. <laughs> <laughs> you can host a, host a show. It started very well. Yeah, it's very good. And what about you, Garrick? Yeah. Uh, you've been on the other side of the ditch to me. I'm pretty sure you're in the same draft as me. 05 draft for me. Ah, uh, year mm. before me. Okay. Yep. 
So, I mean, you've been down the footy route, mate. You've played a lot of games with Fremantle and then here you are sitting next to, sitting next to me. Yeah. We spent a lot of time playing against each other in the waffle, <laughs> I reckon. I remember – I reckon I would have played maybe – 2007, I played my first game, played one, and I was straight back out again. And then I reckon I've seen you down at Peel, and you were into me. You are the worst AFL player I've ever seen. How did you get here? That doesn't sound like you, mate. 2007. I don't know if – no, no. It would have been like a big year for me. I've whacked Frank (laughs) Kagan. I think it might have been the blokes you were hanging out with, the Ballantines, the O'Briens, these sorts of guys might have been leading you astray. When when we drafted him, we were down at Perry Lakes doing a – a running session and we said, oh, we just picked up Hayden Ballantyne. I thought, you're kidding. Yes. Hayden Ballantyne, because he was a pest of a person to play against, <laughs> like a horror. But having him at the side, brilliant. Who so, were you playing for in the waffle? Uh, I was playing at East Fremantle at the time. So did I personally attack you, Gary? Would you like me to apologise here on the podcast? <laughs> no, no, no. It's all good now. You well, it wasn't, 20 I, I wasn't 20 minutes ago. wasn't 20 minutes ago. Flooding back memories. <laughs> I feel like I have some sort of you, – you, know, you weren't too happy with me. I wasn't, at the time. I wasn't pumped about it. Because no, you, you didn't really... Team. You're the worst AFL player I've ever seen. <laughs> well, you weren't really bashing the door down either, so yeah, I sort of took it as a bit of... No, well, that's, that's fair enough. I was back us. there with you. I think it was the same year Shane my Woden had come back. And I remember having a run-in with him as well. Yeah. <laughs> having a chat about winning a brown though, and then potentially one year later playing in the waffle. I think that's a fair game, though. Yeah, yeah, we've had yeah. Shane on the podcast, so yes, I can say yes. that. And I did speak to him about that. Pretty much every guest we have on here, Dan, I end up having a run-in. You, you've heckled at some stage. That's fine. It's just, it speaks to the sort of guy that you were, but we all mature, we all change. So how many games do you play with for Gary? 177. Um, life membership? Yep. What, 150? 150, yeah. So life member, <laughs> um, 176 games. Seven. 177. <laughs> <laughs> Didn't take you long to cut me short. How was the lap of honour uh, when you retired? Uh, I missed mine. Not, not that I missed it. It wasn't offered to me, so I never got one, which I think you can probably um, relate to. Correct. Let's talk about that. So there's three players from the 2018 West Coast Eagles Premiership side that retired. Yeah. So Lewis Jetta, Chris Maston, Will Schofield, all without a lap. That seems odd. Garrick, you didn't, you, you're a life member, no lap. How do you – like, surely you send an email. <laughs> I didn't you, send an email, no. You can't call it for yourself. No, I need someone to support – You maybe you can send an email for me. I think what we should do – Maybe get both of you, like two birds, one stone, get in a car and we'll just pull up at Optus. What are they, like you've got a you got media cred. Yeah. You could drive in. Okay. So you think we you think we actually do it at Optus? I thought the idea was maybe to do it in the flat. Yeah. No, no, I, that you know, makes more, more sense for me. happening. Yeah. I've changed my mind. Let's get a let's get the best car that Fleet Network has to offer, right? Which yes. is probably the best on the market, I'm of course. Assuming. Would be. Pull up in that and then you guys just sit on the back. We'll get a convertible. You sit on the back and then if if you look the part, I'm sure they'll just wave you through. I reckon you're onto something. Thank you. Um, that's right. Worst case scenario, Fleet Network car park. Okay. That's what, <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm just convertibles. We'll find one. We will find one. Look, I, I wanted to ask Eric, so on the back of that, footy career finishes, um, how do you transition to what you're doing now at Fleet Network and what are you doing at Fleet Network? Yeah, so I went uh, 2017, I finished. I spent about eight or nine months doing new home sales, which I – didn't like at all. It yes. was a nightmare, to be honest. Yeah. And I happened to bump into so Dimitina's Cafe in Osmond Park. I went down there when I was working at the New House, um, New South Place. Saw Ryan Murphy, who used to play at Fremantle as well. I so I was there with Freo, played with him. South Freo player. South Freo player. Yeah. He was at working at Fleet Network at the time, and I bumped into him. He goes, "Oh, how's work going, mate?" And I was like, "Oh, not great, to be honest." And he said, "He goes, oh, 
we should come and meet Frank because he's looking for a, a new consultant to work there. So I was like, yeah, I'm happy to have a chat with him. I'm not enjoying what I'm doing anyway. So I went and saw Frank the next day and then two weeks later I was starting at a fleet network. So I was um, – yeah, two weeks from that meeting, I was... Move quickly, Will. Wow, you must Move have very a quickly. very good deal yeah. on the table, Frank. <laughs> or maybe you just... Oh, I didn't have a whole one else to compare against, <laughs> yeah. so I was going to take anything. That's <laughs> probably the best. Not many, slabs, not many slabs going down, I wouldn't have thought. <laughs> Did you roll Colin Young into the negotiation? <laughs> right, you got to get this or he's walking. It was almost like Kramer accepting his free year of coffee when he just said, you take that. And I was like, yeah, I'm in. Yeah, before he even got anywhere, so... As soon as I walked in the door, I was in. And then, where are you now? Are you not a consultant anymore, as Frank said? No, so it's pretty much whenever he's got something better, he's just had to bring someone up to replace him. So I've been quite lucky. It's gone from being a consultant and then I went to um, operations and now doing general manager now that Frank's moved on to bigger and better things. So, so next you'll be the director. Well, depends what he does. <laughs> it's not up to me, it's up to him. So, I mean, it's, I just think it's interesting having a chat with you boys. Like, there's a, there's, And it seems like you're, you're just recruiting out of the waffle, Frank. Yeah, like, yeah. well, it's funny, Will, because... There's footy alignment, right? Th- there is an alignment and... and you joke about it, but you find a lot of good qualities within uh, within footballers. And then that's not just to say that I just recruit footballers, but I, I do believe that the people that we've got at Fleet Network have this teamwork sort of type mentality. They don't want to let each other down. Uh, they're quite motivated. They're disciplined. And, and some of those same traits happen within football. So it's what I'm familiar with and, and the guys work really well together. And then it's a, it's a good result for the client as well. Can we transition now? I think it's probably a good time to speak about Fleet Network and what you guys do. And um, for for our listeners, like we sort of uh, floated it a little bit last yeah. week, didn't we, Dan? We and said it was you know car related, and you know it can it can get like we gave the most basic details enough for people to go oh, okay. Because I wanted people who knew what they were speaking about exactly, and we'll continue to push the message, of course. But from the top, you know, how how, how does it work? What what do you guys do? And then we'll get into how it actually works. Who wants to start? Yeah, I'll start and you can jump in once I've um, left something out. But okay, Garrett. <laughs> it is car related. So that's probably what you guys, the initial thought you see is right, car related because that's what you've heard. But we're also, we're a salary packaging provider. So cars are part of that. And essentially what we do is we sort of give people an opportunity to pay for their car and running costs and things like that with their pre-tax dollar. So instead of, and we've spoke about this earlier with you, um, paying for everything after you've sort of paid for your full income tax, this is the opposite. So you pay for it with your pre-tax dollar, benefit to reduce your taxable income and it's a pretty cost-effective way but also an easy way to budget for your car and some other bits and pieces that go with it. So, so you save on some tax when you do it this way but it's also a good way to keep track of your expenses when you're actually spending on a car, correct? It is. So coming in today, I said, boys, what do you want to speak about? How are we going to do? And said, we'll get, we'll get through you kink-hitting um, Frank and Garrick being upset with you <laughs> abusing him on the field. Um can you send – and you boys, okay, this is how we're going to do it. Can you send through what you spend on a car? And you gave me five um, topics. I've got them on my phone right now. And when you sent them through, I literally looked at them I asked, and I thought, I have no idea. I actually have no idea with and what I'm spending on a car. What sort of car, car do you have, Scoey? I've got a Prado. So yeah. got a Toyota Prado. Yep. What okay. are you woofing about? <laughs> right. I see what you're driving around. He's traveling, isn't he? I've got a Honda CIV. Must get some good sponsorship. Yeah, correct. Um now, I, I do believe that potentially we might be um, just jumping on board once we go through this process, maybe upgrading the Prado to a Tesla. Uh, just, don't know, maybe. <laughs> but you- Well, the funny thing about that, Sco, is you, you joke about it, but that at the moment, like when you speak to people, that's the dream of people. They want a Tesla, right? And mm. that's one vehicle that's obviously available through an innovated lease or a salary package 
situation. Um, but if you your situation where you're spending sort of $1,200 a month when you finance it, you fuel it, you insure it, you register it, you service it, tyres, maintenance, if you if the average uh, consumer or the average listener actually tallies up what they spend, and I think you spent 10 minutes doing that, you get a, a, a quite a big surprise about how much you're spending. Now, a Tesla, uh, Garrick, you're probably better placed than me, but is it around $500 a month just to touch over, is it? Yeah, pretty close. Yeah. Yeah. So if you, you know, your Prado at $1,200 a month, fuel plus all your other running costs and your finance, if you liken that to a Tesla, you're saving $700 a month via that scenario. Yes. Right. Mm-hmm. And, 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 $500 sorry, $500 Yeah. So, like, at the end of the day, if, especially in a world where cost of living is, is, you know, every, on everyone's lips, to free up a bit of cash flow in the house, save some tax, we've obviously got a product which, which gives up. Going back to what you said earlier, yeah. if we had have asked you, have you got any idea annually what you spend on just running costs? Because everyone pretty much knows what their finance bill is, yeah. but running costs they don't think about. So if mm. you had to say, mate, what do you reckon you spend annually on so, your running costs? So that's what, fuel, Fuel, insurance, insurance registration, servicing and tyres. Right. I literally wouldn't have had any idea. And yeah. I probably still, I sat down and did it and and I was sort of spitting out numbers. I was. How'd you work out your fuel? Just guessed? Uh, like, I literally mean? guessed. I thought, how many times do I fill up? And then I try to sort of split it over a week and then a, a month. Literally, <laughs> yeah. you don't think about it. No. Right? Um, and and so that's how I did it. But like, I never really done it properly. Yeah. And it's like for the sake of the exercise, obviously you talk about a Prado. If you were to even basic numbers, insurance a thousand bucks. Even if you did a hundred bucks a week in diesel, thousand for servicing, you're sort of getting up towards seven, eight, nine thousand dollars for just running costs alone. So people go, oh, my finance is only six hundred bucks. But you've got nine hundred dollars worth of running costs that you don't even think about because they're hundred bucks here, insurance I pay every month here and there. So without actually thinking about it, you get up to well north of a thousand dollars a month pretty simply. So basically, as far as I understand it, now this is where you get to correct me. I can do a deal on a car, a new car, um, pre-tax dollars. So if I'm getting paid a salary before I have to pay tax on that, we do this amount uh, comes out of that. Um, and it includes everything I need to do with the car. I know what that amount is, and that's what I pay each month, and I get a car. What am I missing? Uh, not much. Sort of it. What, and you're thinking about your circumstances, the whole benefit of the pre-tax part of it. So you're what you had sent through earlier. If you tallied it all up and put it into a monthly cost, it's about seven fifty, right? Yeah. If you pay with that with your pre-tax dollar, it's. 750 of pre-tax, but from your actual take-home pay, so the impact on what you actually can you actually get back, it's about 550. Mm. So you'd be on the highest tax rate, I would have thought though. Gary. You'd probably get more benefit than some. <laughs> but in saying that, even just for that simple I am exercise, now, thanks to Flight Network. Yeah, you're possibly getting 200 bucks a month back, which you would be spending anyway, but you get 200 bucks back through doing it right. as an innovative product. Um, when I, when I kind of heard about properly what it was, because I, I always saw Fleet Network and I thought it was a you, you needed to be a part of a business or own a business or own a fleet of cars. It's not for businesses, is no, it? No, no, it's it's for the individual, right? And and I suppose that's a lot of the reason why we've partnered, SCOE, is to get – as an industry, as a, as a whole, we've been really poor at getting this message out and educating the, the, the general public. That's why we're here is, I suppose, to, um, you know, get this out there and say, right, if you've got a job and you're a PAYG employee – you're eligible as long as your employer allows it, right? All they need to really do is hit the button on a um, on a payroll, and that's it. Doesn't cost them anything. 
Um, in terms of the liability with a car, if the employee leaves the employer, the employee takes that liability with them. So there's really no risk to the employer. Mm. Um, it really is around educating the average person who's probably one of your listeners, if they've got a car like you do, to try to save some money via this. Well, that, that's it, Connor. That's what I took out of doing the exercise with you guys. And you can do that with the boys. Mm. Fleet Network. I've, I've got a question yeah. as well. Um, so what? So let's say I work at, I don't know, Scoy's Fillet or Fish Hut and then um, – <laughs> and, I, and it's I, a great I, business uh, idea. Uh, Safety uh, glasses uh, WA, uh, was that another uh, one? Uh, yeah. <laughs> yeah. And um, I'm just looking at a giant poster of Scoey holding a fillet yeah. of fish. Um, and then I'm like, oh, I really want to do this with the, with a car. Do I just go to you guys and say, can you sort it out with Scoey's uh, fillet of fish hut or do I need to get it approved or how does that yep. work? Yeah, that, that, that's an option. Like a few different ways. We can either go to your employer, you can go to your employer. There's a fair chance it probably works better if we do because we can, you know, there's some frequently asked questions that yep. get asked frequently, <laughs> believe it or <laughs> not. Yeah. Believe it or not. Um, and, and we can answer those questions. Yeah, cool. I mean, that's why I'm excited mm. by partnering with you guys is because it's for individuals. It's not for businesses. It's for people that uh, – Drive well, cars. Well, for, for me, like I just had to look at myself. Like I didn't understand what it was. I sat down and spoke to you boys and it's pretty much as, as far as I took off it, I can save money um, while actually understanding what I spend on my car a month and I get a better car than I'm driving right now um, and you guys kind of sort everything out for me. I, I'm not a car person, right? I – I don't. I don't understand cars. I just need to get from here. Can't to there. drive manual. But I like. I like driving like new cars. I can't drive a manual. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, thanks. Thanks for pointing that out. <laughs> Have you both got your manual licenses? I do. Know? Yeah. Frank. Yeah, I do. Dan, but I got my license Frank, back in the nineties. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> there was only there was only uh, manual. Yeah. Do you do manual licenses for people? Can we put that on top of the benefits? <laughs> Maybe. But pretty much, you get all your costs included, and like there it is. Yeah. You yeah. pay your money. And, and it's the, the people love like all those benefits we've spoken about, but people just. Love honestly love that fuel card because there's nothing worse than going to the fuel station and forking out your own money for – people just love swiping their card mm-hmm. using their pre-tax dollar to pay for their fuel and driving away. Mm-hmm. There's nothing – I don't know, especially in a Prado, it can cost you up to $150, $200 to fill the bugger up. 200 yeah. yeah, easy. So people love the fact they just swipe it, drive away, and it's all right. out of their pre-tax. And that's the ben- it's the ease, right? And, and around Christmas time when people get that registration bill, they're a bit hung up for cash, pre-tax dollar rather yep. than – you know, rather than that post tax dollar, for you to earn five hundred, you've got to earn to pay that rego bill. It's seven fifty gross. It's yep. a bit like a nitty gritty, but like when those sorts of bills come through, do, do, how, how does that get handled? Do we do you send them through to Garrick or? Yeah, you Garrick. can do. Yeah, I'll send it out for you. It's funny actually because we spend like people actually still tend like me a text of their stuff and they're like, oh, can you sort this out for me? I'm like, yeah, I can do it for you. No worries. Because that, that's the whole thing. They're like, oh, there's, a port- there's a portal. Before. Yeah. yeah, so they've got a portal, but some right. people will go, hey, mate, sort this out for me. And I'll go, yeah, it's fine. I'll do it. It's brilliant. So it and is same with me. Now. They do it to me too. So there's a portal where you put, put your bills in for your car. Yeah, so you get all your reimbursements claimed through that. So that's the real way to do it. There's a the backdoor way of texting us through. Text the general manager. If you want to sign up to Patreon and join us as a VIP, you will get Garrick's phone number. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Work number. <laughs> Work number. Work number. But it is a like the fuel card is essentially a thing you do weekly or fortnightly. That's the that's the one that you don't have to send in reimbursements for. The insurance, if you're doing that monthly, yes, monthly reimbursement back through the portal, get your money back into the bank account the following day. Wow. Pretty Any good. Any other questions? Um, I reckon I'll keep having them as we go, and we'll yeah, just we'll just keep throwing them at you. Have we missed anything major there, boys? Wouldn't have thought so. No, mm. you're right. All right, 
Let's Fleet, talk fleetnetwork.com.au. Yeah. That's where you need to go to sort all this out. So if you liked listening to what the boys have had to say, um, in all seriousness, Garrick will have a chat to you. He's, mm. he's not in an office locked away. Mm. Um, really accessible. We've got a great team down there. Um, if you're an individual, you can use your pre-tax dollars to get a brand new car with all expenses in a budgeted amount. How's that sounding? Perfect. Perfect, mate. Hey, I'm actually understanding. That was wrapped up being really ambassador. Nicely, yeah. It's almost like I'm a host on a podcast. Uh, what do you got for us, Dan? Let's talk about Fat Chat. Oh, yeah. Okay, so this was D-Day for us. Uh, Hamish. It is set D-Day. This, yeah, it is. This Hamish set the day today that we had to weigh in and, and achieve our goals. Now, obviously, as you're listening to this, Hamish isn't here. So we're going to put it back a week in terms of uh, talking about just our, the announcement. The announcement of that. Um, we're still going to talk fat chat because you know we are still uh, going through that process. And these boys here at Fleet Network do have, from what we heard when we had lunch the other day, a little fitness club that you guys get up at four. <laughs> is it four in the morning? What's going on now at Fleet Network? Four thirty or what, four? Well, my kids going? don't sleep. That's my excuse. <laughs> what, what is what is happening? Like it sounds like you've got some sort of. Uh, military like <laughs> regime. It's not far. Cars and fitness, <laughs> pretty much. You told me it was a compulsory fitness session, and the early hours. Oh, it's frowned upon if they don't go. Yeah, it's, it's, well, it's frowned upon. I've got to be careful. Is it fair workplace that. listening? Or? <laughs> 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 it's like a recovery session on a so Sunday. What, it's compulsory, yeah, but then if right. you don't turn up, then you're done. So, so Dan, this is to do with AFL land, right? Yeah, right. Hey boys, uh, optional recovery session on Sunday. But you know full well if you're not there, your name's on a list and you're probably not playing next week. <laughs> right. It's some, something along those lines. And that's what I said to you earlier. <laughs> Love a footy culture. <laughs> so, what do you, so what do you boys do? You get down in the gym all together and work out? Yeah. Yeah, most mm. days we get together and uh, carrying up, carrying up good life. Is it most days? Well, yeah, myself and Pickers do. Garrick's a little bit – look at him, though. He doesn't need to. Myself and Pickers need to put in the yards. That's not fair. They go to Karen Up Good Life, which is like 40 <laughs> minutes from my place. So I get up at like quarter past four to be at a five o'clock start, which is fine for him, and he gets stuck into me if I don't go one day. So he wants to save <laughs> the 10 minutes of sleep time. What time are yeah. we talking? What time? Oh, well, we get there at 20 past five. four to get there. And mind you, my kids are asleep by that stage, so I have all my stuff ready. I wake up, alarm goes off, put my stuff on. Sneak out the house. Because if you wake up a child on the way out, you'll be... My wife will be livid. Yeah. <laughs> so that's not happening. No. So then I have to sneak out the door and be ready for five o'clock. We, so. are, we are so far, at Backchat, we are so far from having 4am fitness Scoey 5am. And five, I reckon okay, maybe five. you should start joining us. Oh, I've actually... I, You're more yeah. than welcome, mate. Same with you, Dan. Can sneak you yeah. in. Yeah. But I, I that, just, that wasn't Dan's, that. Dan's in hockey. Yeah. How close is hockey to Karen? Close enough. Oh, tw- like at that time of the morning, 20 minutes. You can charge your Tesla downstairs as well. Okay. I currently don't have one, so. I <laughs> <laughs> charge Will's one. I was going to bring this up. So a part of the deal here, we are getting involved. There's going to be, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to upgrade my product to a Tesla. Dan is yet to come across that. What, mm. what do we need to do to get Dan yeah, a Tesla? What do I need to do today to get you in a nice new Tesla? <laughs> Well, we've got an bucks yeah. we'll <laughs> an application in the car, Dan. <laughs> well, it is a good cost. I'm currently running – we're a one-car family right now and it's driving from Hocking to wherever. Is a, is can a, can a, we commit to 5 a.m. sessions? I, I yeah. would actually be quite interested. I mean, I'm in a bad way. If we talk about Fat Chat, I sat at 107.8 kilos. I know, boys, it's big. I was down to about 101. Yeah, you, you were flying early. I'm not going to announce what I am at yeah, now because no. we're going to do that with Hamish next week. But mm. I will just say it, it hasn't been – It has. it's not good. It's yeah, not it's okay. good, it's a, it's a journey. It's a process. It's, um, it's Hamish, but yeah, 5 a.m. get-ups. Have a look on our socials, backchat double mm. underscore. Hamish has documented his journey over the past 48 hours, which we will we'll hear put in something depth. In, yeah. But he – Just brutal. He, he, has, he has 
weight cut. Yeah. He was still in a Sandover though, wasn't he? Yeah, I think so. Oh, yeah. He was the captain time. of East Perth. He's the skipper. Yep. So, so that's fat chat. Yeah, so that's fat chat. Next, Once ne- again. Next week we'll, we'll do the big reveal. Uh, we'll postpone D-Day. But I, I'm, I'm going to commit to this longer. Like I'm not going to just eat like 10 cheeseburgers next Tuesday. Like I'm, I'm committing like for the You're long haul. I would like to work out. Yeah, I just don't know what to do. When I go to the gym, I'm like, well, Adam Pickering, around, I don't know what to do. Adam Pickering, you know, ex-Carlton, ex-East Perth footballer working at Fleet Network, he's dropped roughly 20 kilos, That's Gary. huge. Yeah, in the, in he the time he's been at Fleet Network and he looks fantastic and he's, yeah, he struts thing. around and carries the, on. The you should see him. Carries yeah. eskies around the gym. Yeah, that's – what did you say then? The mayor of Craigieburn. Yeah, yeah, that's right. So while you're on it, yeah. Yes. So he – Ex-Carlton yeah. player, like you say. He's got a grandstand at Craigieburn. What's his scoreboard? There's a scoreboard named up. The Adam Vitt. Yeah, okay. It's, That's so good. it's a scoreboard, but it's got yeah, his name on it. How many games do you play for Carlton? Six. Seven. Six. Well, he says he <laughs> <laughs> what was the seventh. He played seven, but he didn't touch it in the seventh, so he reckons he played six. It's <laughs> <Right. laughs> so the last game he played. He had zero on the day listed. Yeah. Oh, seven boy. more, seven yeah. more games than I played. For all, right. So. Um, all right, should we talk some footy while while we're on it? Um, the Derby. Western, Western Derby was on the weekend. Um, how many derbies did you play in, Garrick? Remember? Mm, I reckon I played in fourteen. That's a lot. It's a lot of derbies. I'm gonna have a quick seven, look. I got seven seasons. Um, how many you reckon you would have been? Uh, I played in uh, four. Uh, I played in sixteen, and I was eight and eight. Oh right. One, Do you remember eight. your record? No, but I played 177 games. I've had 86 wins, 86 losses, and a draw. Wow, that's good. Numerology. Frem- that's good. Fremantle defender Gary Gibbonson is adamant the Dockers playing group hasn't lost confidence despite its winless start to the season. Wow. When was that from? Uh, it must be 2017. That's media training, I think. Yeah, that's very good. <laughs> that is very good. 2016. So what happened yeah. that year? That you'd lost your defense. You'd lost the defensive spark. You didn't go well in 2016. We didn't go well in 2016. No. Um, That's all right, but yeah. we're talking about 2023 now. Okay. Yes. Uh, Western Derby, uh, Freo had a, had a win. West Coast had nine people running around at the end with all the injuries. Um, what was your any any derby memories for you? Anyone that stands out for you as as the best? Um, well, there's a couple. Of, I mean, Hayden Ballantyne's kick after the siren. Not that it was a great memory. Where were you it's when si- that happened? I don't know. Can't remember. <laughs> I've seen it on the TV enough times that I you think pl- I must have been. You playing him in the window? You're playing. What year was it? 2013, 12. I reckon, yeah, I probably was playing. I don't know. I can't actually remember. But it was a great, great kick. And for the theatre, it looked like it was in. And then I thought, oh, we're going to win. I was genuinely in the middle of the goals. I was trying to um, set up a a scaffolding for Nick to jump on. And yeah, 2011. It was it was never missing that shot. It genuinely was never missing. Ballas was celebrating like it wasn't missing. <laughs> yeah. He could actually still be running over <laughs> through the Subiaco rooms. He was doing the, these ones. That was never missing until it hit the post. I don't know how. Do do you still watch derbies now? Do, like do you, you still got purple in your veins? Like yeah. You? Yeah. Well and truly. And I think I've only been out, I mean, five years, I guess, now. Yes. But yeah, the derbies I still very much get in there and think. Like I've got my purple shirt on for those. Was there genuine hatred towards West Coast? Frank's, um, Frank's not his head, so give it on his head. Yeah, uh, he gives bullshit answers on SEN, but here he can give a real answer. Yeah. Go on, mate. Yeah, it was. Which eagle yeah. did you hate the most? No, can't well, say, so we can't say Will Schofield. <laughs> no, so, well, this is the thing. It wasn't even so much about the individual players that you didn't like. It was the whole, like the week and like yeah. all the people out in the – Town where you'd see people going, oh geez, you got you have lost five in a row, you're going to lose the six one, or and yeah. even after finishing now, no premierships for Freo, we've won four, like you're still not going to get any. So it was even more than like it wasn't so much the players the back then, it was yeah. the whole Freo versus West Coast setup, mm-hmm. and like leading into 
um, a derby, especially early days for me when we had like Sean McManus and Matthew Carr and Josh Carr and those sort of guys with those sort of derbies coming through. Yeah. We used to have, I know like Shawnee Mack has spoken before and Matthew Carr had spoken before. Like we get some of the older guys who had been around for a long time through the real dark period of Freo v West Coast about their experience. And mm. so then they would sort of draw and go, like we had the facilities there, so we were all okay and we'd won a, a few by then. But back then they were going, we were the absolute, like it was a big brother versus a little brother and they used to like, beat us up on the scoreboard like we do these games all the time. And that's where we draw a lot of our um, like intensity for the game when you just started. Mm. But even now, like the passion I think for the players is still there, but the game has changed. So, What's it in the reverse for you? Well, I think <clears throat> two things. I think thank you for jumping in here, Frank. This is very good, Frank. You Mangling for your job, mate. Maybe well, you can jump into my seat and I can sense. jump into yours. <laughs> You're actually unemployed at the moment. Well, like two, two things. Um, I think it's heading that way for West Coast now. It, it's the West Coast season's completely cooked. They've they've just lost four of their five mm. best players, basically. Um, they'll they'll continue to go down and they're gonna have to blood new players. So Frio will have this streak of, I think, probably eight, nine, ten, eleven derbies and West Coast will become the like what Freo had to become, which was like the little brother that wanted to beat the big brother up. Like West Coast will become that after they'll get spanked for the next two or three years. Um, and for me, ah, oh, there, there was like a little period where there was quite a bit of like personal angst between players. Like there was, we're hopefully having crowds on the, on, the, on the pod, and I've got to know crowds <laughs> post we like ri- ripping like ripping bloke, become good mates with him. But as a player, yeah. he like he seemed almost nasty, and he like wanted to get him back. And so there was like a period there, like in the probably around that time where Ballas was playing, mm. Garrick was playing, <laughs> you know, like where it became a little bit personal. But I think there's so much separations between West Coast and Freo, and our coaches, and especially John Worsfold, he was just mm. so non not nonchalant. That's the wrong word. It was just so. It was always one week at a time, and it was genuinely not a cliche. It was we have to we have to just approach this game as another game. It was there was never an extra build up. Yeah, but I think it might like a little bit different on the Freo side. I look at like there was games like treating was, it like a different game. Yeah, well, I guess so. From what yeah. you're saying, compared to and like I, I'm from WA, so I had I've yeah, sort of seen the, the whole thing. thing growing up too. Yes. So well, my brother was a West Coast supporter, and like the people just around the place, like the whole thing for me, the Derby's always been a big. Yes. Week. Um, and yeah, like you say, we've sort of go through runs of, I think we won sort of five or six in a row, and then you guys won about nine. And then as the teams fluctuate with their own performances, you get a big run of just gets frustrating when you can't just, you can't get it done for a long period of time. And then it turns and you have a good run. But it's a big brother, little brother there. still there? Well, I've been out for a while now. And I think it'll be flipping. I think it'll be flipping. And Freo's going to be a flag. Side. Maybe a flag, and yeah. then they're at even. I just feel like that little bit of. Frank, Frank's sitting there very quietly. You know who Frank goes for, Dan? Frank goes for <laughs> well, the crumbs. It's fine this week. Crom. You get up in a showdown. It's fine this week. Up and about. <laughs> up and about. Geez, they look good. That that forward line is – Are you I happy with a lot of, Absolutely. When you see Rankin and Rochelle and – Were you in the preseason feeling how you feel right now? I think so. I think even at stages last year, like if you look at uh, Adelaide's list as a whole, you see lots of good young kids, probably more so than – what you see at some other clubs. Rochelle and Rankin look really good through your guts and Fogarty's a beast. Yep. Those thighs. I think you Chunks, actually get – Big quaddies. You get, mm. You're sort of starting to build a bit of a brand as well, which was probably lacking last year, but it's just young guys. But you can see the way you play now. Like, Yeah. Um, it's quite a, attacking. It's like yep. exciting footy. Yep. Were you at a game on the weekend? 
I was at a few games on the weekend, yeah. I went to the Collingwood-Richmond game uh, and the Bulldogs game as well. You went to the F1, didn't you? I did, yep. But the Bulldogs... What didn't you do on the weekend? Yeah, who are you? (laughs) The Bulldogs game, the Bulldogs game that you were at. Yes. I I had a message, so Matty Spanger is forward line coach down there, friend of the family here at Backchat. Yep. He he actually texted me and said, mate, you wouldn't believe it, Frank Agostino's down in the rooms. Were you in the rooms? Well, it actually was, yeah. How? How did that happen? Sitting one out, one back. Good mate of mine, Andrew McDougal. Um, yeah, uh, he, he got us in the rooms after the game through through a Bulldogs connection. Was it a good atmosphere down there? It's a big win. It was, actually was a great atmosphere and, and, and I've, I'm going to go the spruik here. I was in the Richmond rooms the following night and that was horrible. Proper fangirling all weekend I was. <laughs> That's so good. And how was the F1? That was fantastic. And, and if you'd had said to me maybe pre-drive to survive the doco – uh, whether I could sit and watch, you know, for 58 laps, cars go around in circles or laugh at you. It's it's not – that's not what you're there for, though. Like we, did, no. we did F1 in Europe last year and you're not there to watch the race. The most boring part was probably watching the race. Yeah, so this, this particular there. race, Dan, I think was yeah. just a fantastic race. First time in history they've had three red flags. Yeah, and that was, yeah, just drama. Right, yeah. so it was all happening. I, I didn't say it. It was yeah. all happening. Sorry to give it away. There was, there was, two, there was two laps to go and it was – it was building up to be the most like it was basically a repeat of um, Max and Lewis with that you know um, safety car at the end. No, of, no, 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 Mikey, no, Mikey, no, no. Mikey, no. Uh, and then within the first corner there was another crash, so another red flag. So they didn't. Even, they didn't did, they sprint, even, did they sprint lap it or not? No, nah, they just sort of called it at the end. So you know, spoil anti climax, anti climax. Yeah. But there was so much build up. It was awesome. There was, there was a lot of hype. Yeah. Um, uh, so yeah, really good. I think it's time to get into one of our favourite segments of the week. Thanks to Tina. You slippery the best. Okay. Uh, boys, just in case you didn't hear that, that was uh, Hamish, Dan and I singing... You swimply the best. Uh, not simply, swimply. Swimply, <laughs> if you've got a pool, you want a pool, this is Airbnb for pools there. That's right. So if you want a pool and you can't put one in your backyard, it doesn't matter because you can go rent someone else's. That's the beauty of it. If and you boys haven't signed up, which I'm sure you have great, you're both back great fans. business. Yeah. Yeah, and if you've got a pool, awesome. like which I do at the, at the moment, it's not mine, but you know, it's my in-laws, you always just give me shit about having a pool and so I feel like I have to defend myself that I have a pool in my backyard. How <laughs> yeah, um, long ago yeah, were you? I was, I was, I was See, this would have been you, back in 2007, was it? Yeah, he was at yeah, his yeah, peak right. there. So, but I haven't swum in it in probably two months, but if somebody else wanted to and pay me money. This is your current yeah, pool. So good. Is, is this what we're talking about? Yeah. It's, it's amazing. Yeah, your it's setup up there is setup. amazing. Very good. Like we're talking that's real better. suburbs so that's, hockey. That's like. the nicer Will Schofield yeah, now, isn't it? No, it's Supportive good. Yeah, it's good. legit. Legit backyard. So you can you can also offer things like your barbecue or towels, yeah. all the facilities. Have either of you got pools? Not at all. I don't know. No. 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 But got, sometimes you just got, want to have a swim and you're like, uh, I don't want to go out to like, you know, Beatty Park where there's like a thousand kids peeing in the pool. Any of the Freo boys got pools? Who's got a big pool? Bellas? No. Yeah, Bowers has had a few pools. Because he lives so far south, he's got these big properties. So Sandy. he has an enormous pool. Sandy did. Yeah. Sandy's bath is basically a pool. I'm assuming. <laughs> That's very good. <laughs> That's a big one. If you want to sign up, Backchat23, <laughs> and uh, you can get $30 off your first use. So you boys mm. might know that as well. All yeah. right, so this is what we do. We do th- the three best moments of the round. Uh, we put it out on social media. The listeners get to vote on it. So we'll go through the three moments. So moment one was Flippin' Freddy, as it's been called. So... 
Uh, Michael Fredericks, how many minutes left in the game? I don't know. Two minutes. Two minutes. Kicked a, a goal. Yeah, I wouldn't call it the sealer because they, they were well and truly Dan's home by then. West Coast fan. And then... Uh, <laughs> not happy. <laughs> not happy. And, and Freddie pulls the bat flip. It was an amazing bat flip. Um, good sportsmanship. Don't know. Um, no, I'm joking. It was awesome. <laughs> I was actually, exactly. you know, it's funny because I, I thought the same thing. I was waiting initially for I was What like, would Ross say to I've that? Never say, I was leading to it. So okay. I was going to say, um, when I saw it, I was like, that's amazing. I've yeah. never seen that before. Yeah. But then I was like, man, it's the end of the game. Like you've lost six players to injury. Like it's not the seal. And like it was in the like, yeah, moment type yeah. thing. I was like, mm, it's a bit much. But I've watched it back about eight times. I was like, that's amazing. Yes. So I'm all for it. But what it's because Ross I'm say? from the yeah, yeah the school would of Ross Lyon. Would have you got a clip for that? He would have gone nuts. Yeah, he probably would have. I think yeah. so anyway. Yeah, I would say. He would have said none of that. <laughs> I, I like to um, get on Twitter and I just like tweet subtle things that will just um, piss off Freo fans. And I was so close to going like, you know, high horsing it, like a bit disrespectful to the game. And I knew people would have like bit yeah. at it. But Why I, didn't you? Because uh, he was too busy doing his other tweet, which was, Why is everyone still booing Andrew? <laughs> Honestly, it's been five years, people would drop it. You're still booing Thug. the guy. <laughs> <laughs> no, I, I get it. I just thought by now they would have stopped, but they're relentless. Um, you that was, you that was amazing. I'm sorry, but that was amazing. The flip? Moment one. Oh, it was, yeah, it was, it was awesome. amazing. Um, I've got no problem with m- it. Moment two, the Saints winning on their anniversary, 150th year anniversary of the club. Oh, um, man, yeah. Big, got, yeah got I, the, uh, the, I liked, the best thing I liked about it was the collars. I would, I would have said, I was about to say, I would say the biggest moment was collars are back. Yeah, like, they look awesome. Very, did you boys see the collars? Oh, didn't yeah, see it. Didn't I mean, you've both got collars on right now. You know yeah, all about them. Don't you know. so, all like, about the collars. So, uh, look, I don't want to tell you how to vote. Yeah. Freddie Slip was better than that. Yeah, got okay, be sure. And then moment three, uh, Jamari Ugohagen, uh ripper of a game. And this is off the back of the week that, um, that had just passed where he was – it was two weeks previous to that he was called it. Um, no, it was the week before. The week so the week before, before yeah. um, uh, Nicky Wimar was back at the footy club and it was close to the 30th anniversary to when he lifted his top yeah. up and pointed to the colour of his skin. Um, and Jamar, first goal he kicks, does the same. Um, kicks five goals. Interviewed post game on the field, so yeah. I've done some of those, and it's it's awkward at the best of times. But he, the way he handled himself then, and then in the post match presser, they put him up again with um, next to Luke Beveridge. Mate, how he spoke for a twenty year old. Yeah, he's, about, he's going to be a fantastic footballer he, too. Right? Yeah. Like and, he, he's and clean, very clean right, on the that's ground. That's what it and, should be about. As yes, well. absolute just disgraceful. That meatheads. Yeah, so I just I, yeah, the middle one Saints winning the anniversary club. Yeah, you vote for that if you want, but seriously, it's between one and three. Yeah, because Jamal Hagen played an amazing game, smoked like an absolute man, and was incredible. Yep, and flipping Freddie. So there you two are. Very good. All right, that's good. We'll put it out on socials tomorrow. You vote on it, and then uh, it gets announced the following day. Uh, AFL tipping. Now we've got a big one to talk about t- this week, and it's, it's just it's AFL tipping. But early when we're putting together this run sheet. Um. Do you yeah. always do tipping at Fleet Network? We do. Yeah. Like just company, company-wide? Adam tip. Adam. Yeah, well, Adam Pickering won this week, but his son, Mike, does his tipping. Oh, He's right, six. So he, t- he beat so everyone at family-related mm. tipping. Mm. Okay. That's interesting. Very good connection there. So <laughs> That's a nice little segue, Gary. When we're putting together this run sheet, we were like, okay, let's see who won the tipping this week. And then I'm reading it through, and it is a – So, and what do they win? They win a $250 Yeah, they win a $250 camp field. Campfield. It's Sorry. amazing. It's Pretty bloody good price. Yeah, they give great. them white fleet? Yeah. yeah. Weekly winners there? No. No. Similar. Similar. Garrick runs fleet network, not me. Ask him. 
Who's it? Twenty dollar, twenty dollar membership. Fredo come Frog. down the come down the gym at five a.m. No, <laughs> it's the opposite. I think it's actually like a bagel and coffee from the van around the corner. Oh, is it really? Right, only support the local. Fat chat. Support the local bagel so man. The yeah. person that won this week got seven tips right, and there was three wow. people that got there was three people that got seven tips. So I got obviously, four. What'd you get? I got six. I got four. Six. Yep. Three for me. Three. Mm. And the crows weren't one of them. Wow. There you go. Mm. So seven for this. The, the only difference between the three people that got the seven, one person guessed the margin right of the first game, which is how we always do it. So how a look, margin zero. Patrick J. Lee got it, which is Patrick a very good effort. To J. Patrick. Lee. Mm. Patrick J. Lee. That sounds surprisingly similar mm. to my father-in-law. Patrick J. Lay. <laughs> oh, L-E-A-H-Y. Wow. That is, that is Alex's dad. My dad's wow. wife has – now, this sounds, it's a little bit doctored. We, I saw, I saw, <laughs> okay. like, can we drop the ruse? Okay, can we drop the ruse? So yeah. we did this before yeah. and Dan's going, Patrick J. Lee, Lee, Lee. And I'm like, that sounds like Alex's dad's name. And I looked at it. It's genuinely my wife's dad's name. Now – I, I, we need to actually speak about this. Given there's two hundred fifty dollars getting given away each week, there's no co- like we can screenshot it. Mate, go, pick- go on, go and check on the league. Go and check Patrick J. Lays. He's picked fourteen points the margin to the Western Bulldogs. He was one of the only people in the top twenty that picked the Western Bulldogs. Yep. Um, I actually, I, little story. Patrick was going to sign up, and his family. And I don't know if you guys do this with, with Fleet Network or anything. Do a little bit of family discount. But I told everyone, and I'm. This is, this is going to sound bad. Our, <laughs> our patrons aren't going to like me for this, but I am an honest man. Mm-hmm. I said to Patrick, mate, just join. I'll sort the Patreon element out for you. If you win a week, then we'll just we'll just get you to sign up. But you, yeah. you're not going to win, mate. Like, you've yeah. got no, no idea about football. So don't <laughs> worry. Just, do, just have fun with the tipping competition. Yeah. Anyway, he refused because he's a man of his word. He's an honourable man. He said, I'm not joining. I need to pay. He paid the top tier VIP. Well done. And three weeks in. He's won the weekly tips and he wins 250 bucks so well well which he's going to spend on food because he doesn't drink. That's great. Well, maybe we That's should right. go with him. Correct. I think it could be a good idea. So well done to Patrick. Yep. I don't think he knows yet. So he's going to listen to this. So good. Well done, Patrick. Uh, Will, you're currently ranked 139 out of about 300. Wow. Uh, out of about 140. I'm uh, going horribly. I, I yeah. think if you're going well on footy tips this year, you've got no idea about footy. None. I'm ranked 42. So, no, it's not, it's not great. Good, not great. The boys are laughing because you're going well, and I just said you've got I'm no not going well. 40. I'm 42nd, 42nd out league. of 350 people in the league. It's good. All right, I'll take that. Congratulations. All right, I know we've been talking about a little bit of uh, Fleet Network, but we're going to have a little break, and we're going to hear some more about Fleet Network. Thanks, Damo. <laughs> Question for you, boys. Looking to save thousands on your next car and bundle your running costs? Look no further than Fleet Network, if that's the case. Yeah, definitely. Where was the question? Okay, great. Fleet <laughs> Network are Australia's novated leasing specialists, helping thousands of individuals and businesses secure great deals on their vehicles each year. I reckon both of you tick both of those boxes. I sure do, yep. Individuals, businesses, well, Mm -hmm. at least you know what it is. Through a Fleet Network Novated Lease, Australians can use their pre-tax dollars to pay for a new or used car and all its associated running costs. Oh, shit, yeah. Do you know what running costs are, Dan? I'm going to give them to you, right? That means you pay no GST on essentials such as... Fuel included, okay. insurance included, registration included, servicing included, even new tyres. I hate paying for all of those things. You mm-hmm. know what? I know you hate those things. Do you know what you like? 
more money in your back pocket. Absolutely. That's what Fleet Network does for you. What's more, they'll source your choice of car from their nationwide supply network and negotiate exclusive discounts. Have an old car you want to trade in? I know you do, Hammer. I saw what you've got. We've got an old car, in. but I don't want to trade it in. But okay. continue. Let okay. me see what they're offering. Okay. Fleet Network can handle that too. Simply drive your old vehicle in, drive away with a dream car, they'll sell your old car for you and maximise the trade value. You can't tell me you don't want that. Yeah, well, the Beatsy's priceless. Okay, thank you very much. As Novated Leasing and Salary Packaging Experts for more than 25 years, Fleet Network will make your move to Novated Leasing simple and stress-free. Getting started's easy, Hammer. Don't worry about it. Contact mm-hmm. Fleet Network today or visit their website, www.fleetnetwork.com.au and feel the freedom of Novated Leasing. Very good. Bit of a, uh, a nod there to Fleet Network. Thanks for powering our podcast. All right. Thanks, boys. Yeah. You're right here. Well, thank you in <laughs> person. Good. Thank you. All right. Yeah. Blue bet. We can talk about this because Hammer's not here. Um, Usually we ask Hammer to leave. Yeah, that's right. Employed by one of the teams of the AFL. Yes. You, you are. There you go. Yeah, hosting, um, I don't know, uh, function rooms on the weekends or anything like that. No, nothing no. like that. Mate. Okay. No. So we did something new with Blue bet this week. We did a little, the back chat coin flip, which we've coined. Uh, very good. Well done. Uh, so basically, we, we had four legs that we were flipping a coin with and then selecting that for our multi. Uh, I'm going to be honest. The concept mm. is good. I don't think we've executed as well as – I think we need to work it's on work a little in bit. progress. I think the concept's good. Yeah, brilliant concept. So okay. basically, we've we've tried to build a multi with um, options that are, are a flip of the coin. Could go each way. Mm. Um, not really going to be able to split it. Form won't give you much idea. It's a bit, it's a bit potluck. So we did first goal into first behind – into last goal, into last behind. Just pick the teams. Into odd or even total score. Sounds likely. Yeah. So mm. you get close. You basically we we genuinely got close. Missed by a leg. The hard we, luck we, story we, here we, comes. We put a we put a five dollar <laughs> maximum bet on. It. So we don't want people to go and put a hundred dollars on this because this is, yeah. this is a yeah. muck around bet. Yeah. Mm. So we put a dollar on each because yeah. we'd use a dollar coin to flip them around. We went uh, West Coast, West Coast, Frio. Fr- we went Frio, Frio, West Coast, West Coast, odd. That's right. So we tipped that Frio, Frio first would get goal, the first goal. Frio, Frio first behind. Point. Right. West oh, Coast behind, West Coast goal, odd. We literally nailed it. No, we didn't literally nail we it. Didn't. it. It was. It went, if you can remember, uh, West Coast goal in the first five seconds of the game, West mm-hmm. Coast behind, yep. finished with Fremantle point, Fremantle goal, and it was odd. We just got them around the wrong way. Mm-hmm. So we're close but far. You think it's what closer I would, than what I think. What I would like, what I would like in the future, and it's going to be up to Bluebet if we can do this, what I would like is to build your own. Like you should be able to build your own, not just listen to us like a couple of nuffies. <laughs> like if, if you could go 50-50, oh, do you boys punt? Not really. No, not a heap. Great. Well, so a little bit. Here. Yeah, a little bit. Like it's a little a bit. bit of a multi yeah, yeah. every yeah, now and yeah, then. Yeah, here and there. Would you do that? Would you do a 50-50 chance times five? It's effectively 50-50 times five. That sounds bloody difficult. Yeah, I but know. That's what I was thinking. Maybe it's too hard. But it sounds like you got close, Will, so don't give up. Yeah, correct. Um, <laughs> the thing is, the harder it is, when it ha- eventually happens, it will be glorious. Exactly. So maybe yeah. that's- Imagine the celebration. Yeah, yeah was, oh, was, carry on. Was, was punting big when you were like – you're playing same time as me. Like I, I've, I always hear players talking about the social media and the punting aspect and I, I never personally received that. It was probably because no one was betting on me to do anything. Did you did you ever cop much social social abuse or punting? Hey, you fucked my multi, that sort of stuff. Did you cop any of that? No. Nah. The only thing I ever used to get is people saying, oh, 
you fucked my fan- oh, fantasy side. Any chance you got a kick in the last fucking quarter or I something sure like that? You know, I used to get every, that every dream night team. Again, so. but that's bad. You would have been a lot of fantasy t- teams there. I, ha- I reckon I'm yeah. a big fan. Yeah. I reckon yeah. I had you on my team. Maybe that's why I didn't like you. Cheap. Yeah. It would have been <laughs> no, cheap. You were expensive, I reckon. <laughs> it would have been, no, it wasn't. Was it? But not, not actual punting stuff. No, hardly ever. Never had anyone oh, say I was, was going to yeah. say. That's all right. Um, so that's blue bet. That's blue bet. We'll, um, we'll, we'll put out on later we'll in the week. We'll do better next week. Yeah, we'll do better. That's right. All right. The Back Chat Backman Award. Now, this is something it has been building and building every week. Um, for the last two weeks, we've given out an award. Well, three votes, two votes, and one vote to the best backman in the competition. You boys know about this, right? The Bla- yep. Brownlow medal goes to midfielder. Yes. we got the Coleman. Congratulations. You keep the most goals. whoop de doo there's nothing for the backs. Golden no. fist. It's well, just stopped, don't don't they? Just, not anymore. R.O.P. Danny. It yeah. doesn't. It's yeah. not. It's not. It's not around anymore. This is a really touchy subject over here. The golden fist or the backman go- not getting looked after. Backman not getting looked after. Oh yeah, it's a hard dive. If a forward misses a set shot, if Garrick's in the vicinity, they cop a spray because if that happens back fifty, then that turns into a goal. And tell us more well, about it. Well, you I would agree more. Well, you would. So we and we have a bit of football, um, obviously background at Fleet Network, but. Quite often if we're watching the footy and someone misses a goal that's an easy one, I'll text them and say, well, if you're a backman and you kick that across the goals and you shank it and someone kicks a goal, crucified. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> but it's the same for a forward. So, like, if you have One of those backs just goal, play forward so they don't have to deal with that. They probably could. They couldn't. It's not as easy as everyone thinks. <laughs> <laughs> trying to be a backman, trying to get to play forward would be a dream, but you don't get the chance all the time. <laughs> but that's what I think. I think, well, you've got – it's a set shot. You've got plenty of time to think about it. And especially if they're going to kick around the corner and miss it, like, well – we're under pressure. Oh, I, I, like yeah. the moment we like sit down and like chat with Fleet Network, I'm like, geez, what is it about these guys? I really like the fucking backman. <laughs> like, you, you were, you no, were I'm a backman, pseudo. definitely a backman. Pseudo, or you're actually a backman. I mean, you're talking about getting cheap kicks down, kicking out. Yeah, you? I think I might be more a pseudo. Oh, <laughs> you got no, me. Jesus, no, taken, no, <laughs> taken I, this long to be I, figured I, out. Yeah, I, I, mate, I could not agree more. I mean, some of the bullshit we have to put up with as backmen, saying the midfielders running around, like giving votes on the weekend for the Ross Glendening medal. Uh, yeah. Adam, sorry, Glendening Allen. You should have seen his eyes oh, when I just yeah, left out the floor. I didn't even quick. Didn't yeah, even you would have though. Glendening <laughs> Allen medal, like. It was paining me. Like, Sarong was best on ground. But, like, but was he? Do you know what I mean? Like, was he? Like, if I had had a, if you had a backman run around the midfield, I'm sure he would have got lots of touches as well. Yeah. Like, it, like, it just so happens that he's playing in the mid. That's why they get the touches, right? I think so, If, yeah. if the ball was balled up down the back line each week, then you'd probably get a fair few touches down the yeah, back line. of course they do. So, I really was looking for good backman. Freo's back line didn't play very well. No, they didn't. I would have... I would have just to let the you know um, secrets out of the bag here. I would have given it to if I was a fifty fifty. I was going to give it to a backman, but there was no good backs unfortunately. Right. For <laughs> but I gave it to oh, what I thought was like a role player, someone who's sort of out of the bag, a bit, Switkowski. Yes, um, yes. And I was vindicated. Mm. He was he got seven votes in the coaches' coaches' votes, yeah. And no one else gave him votes. In it's the same. You see the game. Same scenario when a, when a uh, midfielder ends up on a halfback flank in an all Australian team. Oof, that he tees off with that as well. <laughs> you, you get a bit t- I don't tee off. Now. You get a bit tied up with these sorts of things. Uh, he does. Bitter. Because these boys spend all day hanging shit on me about being under six foot, which I'm not. But then about being a backman. <laughs> Is fair workplace still listening or not? What was the conversation we spoke about? What was the what was the one we had? So Sam Mitchell was named on a back flank, wasn't he? Yeah, that's right. So genuine midfielder, all Australian team comes and he ends up on a half back flank. Garrick, Garrick doesn't like that. 
He's a midfielder. Yeah. <laughs> Great midfielder. He is a midfielder. Great midfielder. The, um, the NBA is just moving to in their new CBA to make it positionless for their all NBA team, which would mean this is going to be probably five guards. Really? Yep. Mm. Mm. I don't like that at yeah, all. Yeah, a lot of people nah. are upset. Would you about like that. to watch it though? Like as a, as a spectator, would you like to watch five of the best players rather probably than five better. positional players? They already do it and it's woeful. Absolutely yeah, the all-star game. Yeah. yeah, it is pretty awful. Why do I think, again, you keep saying it's fair work listening. Well, not fair work because that's when you dismiss people, but whatever it is, workplace <laughs> agreements. I feel like you just wind him up. It's easy though. Yeah. It's very easy. <laughs> All right, let's, let's talk about this Backman Award. Okay. We've, we've got the three votes winner and the two votes uh, winner, but you guys are going to select the one voter for this week. So there's there's – Look, there, there is um, there is a way we award these votes. Mm-hmm. We haven't revealed it on the podcast yet. Mm-hmm. And if anyone does figure out how we're doing it, go for your life. Let us know. But we have awarded Brennan Cox the three votes uh, yep. this week. He was solid in the derby. I didn't give him votes, but he was he was very good. We've yep. given him three votes. Okay, and this Derek, is, this is happy for the entire, entire league, well. not, not just WA, not just WA as well. No, he didn't start well at didn't all. Didn't he have the first two goals kicked on him? No, he was first, poor. Could have been the first but, three. But like any good backman. Sometimes you get goals kicked on you. <laughs> don't you? Don't you he was up against yeah, yeah. it. What's the, the most yeah, goals the you ever had on you? Well, as a backman, you know it's team defence. Yeah, so correct. when you get <laughs> yeah, yeah, any like more it. than one or two, it's a team defence. So, yeah. So, right. Brennan gets our three votes this week. Okay. Two votes. Um, you, Billy you, Frampton. Yeah, Billy Frampton. Billy Frampton um, was outstanding in his game. Kept yep. his opposition to absolutely no goals. Was just, like, strong. I mean, you've lost him from Adelaide, haven't you, Billy Frampton? Yeah, we have. We gave him away, I think. Mm, okay. Yeah, correct. All so, right, so we're going to let you – you're going to give you three names and you guys can so he played. he played on Tom Lynch, Billy Frampton. There you go. And he kept him absolutely nowhere. Okay, cool. So Billy Frampton gets our two votes. Okay. The one votes out of these three blokes. Okay, so you got Jack Buckley. Yep. Lewis Young. Tom McCartan. So it's up to you. It's up to so did Jack guys. Buckley play on Kerno or – he played a bit of both. Yeah. He played a bit and of both. And they only kicked two. Kerno kicked two goals, three. And uh, Mackay kicked zero goals. That's good effort for me. It is. Okay. Who did you choose? Jack Buckley for me. And Tommy McCartan um, playing for Sydney. He They played against Melbourne and they got absolutely bathed. Uh, Chandler kicked three. Fritch kicked three. Van Ruyen on debut That's, That was the three. midfield. Oh, that's on the midfield there. <laughs> and then Lewis Young. I'm not sure how Lewis played, to be honest, but I have a great deal of respect for him because he's a backman. Mm. All right, so one vote feels like it's going to be. How'd Sicily go on the weekend? Any good? Sicily. Mm. Sicily played back, yeah. He's one of those pseudo backmans that Scoey doesn't like. Correct. So you don't get. Gets too much of the footy. Anything north of 15 touches, Scoey's not into. If you kick a goal in the game, you automatically disqualify. So Carlton BGWS, <laughs> that's who. That, so Andy. Who? Sicily? No, no, he's not up there, unfortunately. 18 marks? No, unfortunately, Sicily. Garrick, this is our back See, 18 board. marks. See, Garrick, it's not about yeah, no, taking no, marks down no. the back line, chipping <laughs> around down there, mate, okay? okay? It's about doing what backs do. <laughs> <laughs> All right, so Jack Buckley. Lewis Young. Lewis Young. Tom, Tom McCartan. Give one vote to one of those players, please. Buckley? I reckon Buckley, given the fact that he's played on those two big guys. Well, I'll tell you what, boys, I'm here to tell you that yeah. Jack Buckley's leading he's the leading. back. Leading. He got yeah. three votes round one. He's had a fantastic year. Three votes, so he's now sitting on four. Did he be leading the Brownlows? Yeah, I, I, this I time? think so. He's been a day cost. So this is outrageous. This seems re- he's Hamish Brayshaw's best mate, and I promise we're not rigging it. No, he's just playing oh, really? Well. Yeah, oh, he's doing, yes, yes, yes. Uh, speaking of Backman, tomorrow's guest on the uh, Backchat show is Alex Witherden. Now, we recorded yes. this last week, um, mm-hmm. obviously, to a pretty 
pretty big hit in the derby just gone. Um, I will say this about Wither. Um, he does at some point just at about 45 minutes in realise he can't speak for longer than about 20 seconds without completely like coughing up his lungs. <laughs> he had a bit so, something going on. We well, got halfway through. Yep. First half was great. Brilliant. Yep. Just like this podcast. Yep. Great. Flawless. Could, couldn't fold it. And something crawled inside his throat and died at that point. <laughs> And he couldn't clear it, and we had we stopped the podcast. Yeah, we, we We'd never, never had it stopped. happen before, and it's sort of hard to reschedule this. It'd be like getting to now, and then one of you boys can't speak, and it's like, well, do we get you back and what finish now? the pod? Or so we stopped. We got him drink. We gave him like a liter of water. We had yeah. him out the front, coughing his lungs out and spitting yeah. his. He wasn't sick. He just something happened to his something throat. Happened. So <laughs> when, we when do he, listen to it. It's, yeah. it's interesting, but just know what's going on in the back half. That's right. And I will say, so if people listening go, oh, it must have been from the from the concussion. Like it wasn't, there's no correlation to that. We didn't. That no, was before. We didn't, yeah, we, we interviewed him before. So yeah, there you go. Um, all right, let's, let's do some uh, emails. You said that, we read it. Thanks to Leadable Cameras. Uh, you send an email, we might read it if it's good and, yes. and chat about it here on the show. Uh, Leadable Cameras Supply, you guys would see all the gear. I'm, I'm not yeah, sure what you guys thought it was going to look like when you Brilliant. first came Great in, gear. but uh, we got all the cameras, mics, lights, everything that you need to make a podcast, Leadable Cameras do. Uh, Did you expect there? this would be like this? Oh, exactly how I thought it would be. Really? Yeah. You like it? Rugged Defender. Do you like it in here? No, Love it. We might be upgrading at some point yeah. in time. but no, we're don't do it to yourself. This is good. Okay. okay. This, is you. this is you, mate. Yeah, yeah. it actually is. Okay. Very good point. Um, there is a lot of chatter about me fighting the owner of Little Cameras, Lydio. He's a black belt. <laughs> um, it would be one of those YouTube um, uh, people like, fights, you know, like – Animation? You know, yeah. No. no, no, I mean like because, you know – Oh, like um, KSI fights. Famous YouTubers are now just like boxing each other for some reason <laughs> and it sells out. Um, it, I imagine it's probably something similar to that, me and Lydio going at it, but he's a black belt. Uh, anyways, <laughs> let's read this first email. It's from Brendan Matthews. It says, hey, fellas, great show. I listened to an episode on a flight uh, months ago and you were telling a story about one of the players taking maybe Endone by accident before mm. a training session. It was hilarious, but can't remember what episode it was. Can you jog my memory? Um, Scully, can you... Do we have an answer for that? This is this in here for any reason? No, I remember. I, I do remember it. So it was. It was before two K time names, trial. But you, no, no, you no, no, no. We spoke. I, th- I think it was Jeremy McGovern. It was before a two K time trial. No, it wasn't Jeremy McGovern. It was a West Coast two K time trial. Tom Cole. <laughs> yes. Tom Cole <laughs> took thought he was taking painkillers before the two K R. Um, so did you ever, you ever have that? Is it, is it Panadol? And you have an anti-inflammatory Panadol, and it kind of gets yep. you feeling up and about. He, instead of the Panadol, he thought. It was an anti-inflammatory, but it was an endone, which oh, no. so halfway to the club, he starts like falling asleep while he's driving and had to run a 2K time trial. Oh, and he still did it? Oh, yeah, he did it. Good. Yeah, he didn't tell anyone. Ran it well? Yeah, I think he got through okay. So it was Tom, it was Tom Cole there, Brendan. There you um, go. Go for your life. All right, this one's from Stan Doverman, which you know, I don't know if that's a real name, but whatever. No, yeah, Stan Doverman, come on. Yeah, you know, but I, I don't not, know. In case there is a Stan Doverman, I don't want to like disrespect his name if that's legit. <laughs> I'm being cautious. Uh, okay, getting in uh, contact with the lads and Dan. Uh, nobody knows joke. the criteria of back person of the year. All I know is one of the leading candidates bought and had beers with the ground staff at their end of year function last year. And in my eyes, that's a true champion. As with a, uh, without high quality turf preparation, there would potentially be more injuries and a. Gold Coast Suns player to do that is amazing. Champion. Does that mean Sam Collins? Gold Coast Suns? He got two votes last wouldn't, week. Wouldn't put it past Sam well, Collins. Well, it has to be any like other that. gold player. Yeah, that's true. So, so Sammy Collins has bought the... Um, the ground staff at the end of the year function uh, 
bought the beers for it and had, good had beers with the ground stuff. You'd write that. Good operating. You'd write that. Businessman. I love Sound Have Collins. you ever done that? No. <laughs> <laughs> Frank, you? Nah, not at all. Um, we usually have fines here, but we they, are, they here, are targeted but specifically at Dan and Hamish. Yeah, so we'll, we'll save them up for next week. We'll have a big fine sesh, maybe 20 of Keep them. Keep sending them in, backchatpodcast.com.au forward slash fines. You can click on the link. You can put your voices in there. So people send in fines, boys, and they they go at us hard. So feel free to send them in to Garrick and Frank if you've mm. heard anything today on the podcast you want to pull them up on. Mm-hmm. Do either of you run fines at the club? At the club, club. Fines you mean at Fleet Network? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Is it not a club? Yeah. Do you have fines at Fleet Network? No, we, no don't. we don't. That would be fair workplace. I, I just thought I maybe with but, but East Perth or maybe at East Frail. Yeah. Or, no. The club I was involved with last year, we, we ran a fine session. Good fun. Yes. Always good fun. Well, our audience takes it to new levels. It's yeah, very good. And good. we're raising money for charities, for charities involved yeah. with this. Fantastic. So Men's Talk. Soccer to Sarcoma and Sabre, so a, a dog refuge home. Uh, Soccer to Sarcoma raising funds for a pretty rare cancer in Sarcoma. And Men's Talk was a men's mental health charity. So we uh, pay people fine. We have to match the fine and we donate it, donate it to the charity. That's right. It's good. So, beautiful. Yeah. So one last thing we have to do before we chat Patreon um, and a couple of things to wrap up with the boys. Pretty exciting things, actually. Merch. Oh, I forgot all about this. Yeah, I just saw it. We haven't spoken about this, so this is going to be slightly rogue because we haven't really decided what we're doing. We haven't. I'm going to leave it to you. I'm going to be just really blatantly Go. honest. So merch, boys, we released um, Kings of the Big Game merch. Um, oh, may or may not have anything to do with the club that plays in the AFL. I don't know. Um, you, I guess you... Yeah, games mate, you are might, a thing. Kings are a thing. Yeah, it's not correct. owned by anyone. You know, like there's animals that are specific mascots, but it might actually match up with that. Uh, we had some conversations during the week and... Um, Look, it's resulted in the uh, online store being locked. So there is a passcode on the uh, website. Yes. Uh, if you went on to backchatpodcast.com.au forward slash merch and you wanted to look at what was in that store, mm-hmm. it's locked. And if you wanted the password, I guess all you'd have to do is think about what this podcast name is. And then you'd just have to put what you think the name is mm-hmm. into the password area. And then right. I suppose if you wanted to, you could probably buy – the merch that is that on backchatpodcast.com.au? Yeah, okay, forward cool. slash merch. No, okay. I'm not telling you that's what you should do. No, but also please, please do not hack the shop and buy stuff from it. Please, yeah. we've Don't locked it for a reason. Don't put the password in. Um, this podcast name is Backchat. That's the password. Powered by Fleet Network. Powered by Fleet Network. Backchat's the password. <laughs> <laughs> Go and buy some shit. Look. We're not allowed to sell it. If you want to buy it, it's behind there and that's how you can get it. So yeah, For a very, very limited time. And it's not like an yeah, Osmond correct. Park Rugs company that's been <laughs> shutting down for 40 years. Legitimately, <laughs> everything must go, bras, 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 all of that. Um, <laughs> please go have a look at that. Very um, good. Now, or don't. Gonna, yeah, or don't. No, we're we, not telling we you. We can't that. tell yeah. you to do anything. Yeah, don't do that. Free country. You do or whatever do. you want. Uh, we're going to have a bit more of a chat with the uh, Fleet Network boys for our Patreon only. And we've got a very special thing. We're going to actually, yeah, we've got a very special offer for those people first. Yeah. Are we going to release, are we going to tell everyone about it or are we just going to wait and tell the patrons about it? We're going to just tell patrons about it for now, right? Okay. Maybe we'll release it to the public, but there's a very good deal alongside Fleet Network. So if you want to sign up yeah. and what's, what do they have to do to get what this special deal is, boys? Don't give it away, but what, what it's, it's sign up with Fleet Network, right? Yeah, so it's sign and then settle. Okay. So obviously being, if you sort of order a car now and it's eight months away, yep. it's probably not going to work. But if you sign and settle the car, so by the time you 
sign your application form and get into your car, you're eligible. We've Great. got a very special deal. Yeah. So if you want to know what it is, you've got to sign up as a Patreon, be a VRP. Uh, that's on our website, backchatpodcast.com. Yeah. If you want to be one of the people to get that before it gets snapped up. Great. Yeah. Boys, anything to finish us off with? Have you had fun? Been Loved fun. it. A great time. Thanks, Will. Thank Thanks, you, boys. Anytime. Uh, we've had a bit of a laugh, a bit of a piss tape, but some serious stuff in there, Emil. We do appreciate your support. We're pumped to have you on board for this year, uh, 2023. Backchat powered by Fleet Network, boys. It's a pleasure. Thanks for having us. Thanks very much.